In our Shabbos, we are continuing on in Bovavi. We're in the middle of Parak Yudalid. We're in the middle of Parak uh, 14, where we are going through a, uh, a chapter focusing on a way to achieve uh, a feeling of closeness to Hashem through tefillah. Okay, this is obviously very broad and uh, so much to, to focus on, but there's there's a, a a lot to cover and we will we will Hashem. um so we're up to the uh, the title of hiskadmus bishlovim ad linakudas anefashapnimis how a per, how a yid is supposed to move along in various stages of davening now previously bovavi focused on davening in that there's a, uh, there's a lot of different levels of tefillah. There's a lot of different levels of prayer. And the most intense prayer is kol Mamadaka, which is a very, it's a very quiet voice. That's the, that, that is the ultimate level of, of tefillah, kol Mamadaka, Because when we scream, as we're going to focus on a little more today, there's... A sign of distance. The closer you are to somebody, the more you recognize how unnecessary it is to scream and how detrimental. It's just going to give everybody a headache. Right? So the closer you are to something, the more intense it is and the quieter it is. And the MS is, the truth is, separate from tefillah. We know this in our day-to-day lives. It's the, the expression in Yiddish is that an empty pushka makes a lot of noise. A full pushka doesn't make noise, right? Which means if you put two coins inside of a pushka, it rattles like crazy. If a pushka is full and you shake it, it'll, it's not going to make much noise because it's, it, it's full. The same thing holds true with people. Sometimes the ones who make the loudest noise are the emptiest. And the fuller we get, the quieter we become. The more we recognize there's, there's a, to speak in a very subtle and subdued way. And it's, it, the truth is, it's, it's not really about speech as much as it is conduct. The, the importance of a quiet conduct. And a, this is really where tzniyas comes from. This is where modesty comes from. It's unnecessary to be loud because there's fullness. I'm, there's something there. When there's something there, you have the, you have the most intense and the, the people who are, who are the most connected to themselves are the quietest people. Not quiet in that they can't carry a conversation, but quiet and unnecessary to, uh, to brand themselves or to expose themselves. And this, this concept very much holds true when it comes to tefillah as well. As Bavavi is going to explain to us today, and this is going to be the overarching idea, is that the deeper we are in tefillah, the quieter we become. So Shemayna Esrei, which is the most intimate part of davening, has to be uttered silently. And if it's loud, it's a sign of a lack of understanding of, of where we're at. So to, to bring all these various points together, Povavi uh, uh, teaches us as follows. He says like this, We see, When a person approaches davening, Vayigash, some people say is an expression of tefillah. Right? Yehuda stepped forth with tefillah that we're always talking to Akadish Baruch Hu, even when we're talking to other people. Looks like we're talking to people, but the truth is we're speaking to to uh, 
When a person entreaties and a person shows up to Davin, we don't start praying with a Shmai who, But the order is, you start with the morning blessings, Karbanas, you mentioned Karbanas, the sacrifices, Psuke de Zimra, Yaitzer Ar, you move on, you move, then right, the first of Berchus Kriyashma, and then you get to Kriyashma, Shema Yisrael, Verakla Achar Mikein Tfilash Mainesre, and afterwards you reach Mainesre. What does this mean? There's, there's a deep reason for a pattern of Tfilah, which is part of the issue of skipping. You know, sometimes there's people that, you know, sometimes people ask me, you know, I dive in store with anybody else. Is it good to skip? Not good to skip? If you need to keep up with the tzibor, there's a power of the tzibor in certain parts of davening to skip. But there's also a rhyme and a reason why the earlier tefillos are there. Right? Those tefillos really take us from shlav to shlav, from step to step, within the conversation of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So Havana Hu. What's the inner meaning of all this? A person naturally or normally feels separate. From Hashem. With a sense of separation. And when we approach Tefillah, we leave that loneliness. And we are schmoozing with, talking to, conversing, relating to the Bariel and the Creator of the world. Okay. You should know, says Bovavi. Every every step of tefillah, starting from Birchas Hashachar and then into Karbanas and then into Psuket Dizim, each one brings another stage of Aliyah, a stage of of uh, elevation of of going up. Aliyah Pirusha. What does it mean? Elevation. What does that mean? leaving feelings of being separate from Hashem. Listen to this, you know, very often we use an expression of I want to be a growing person. That person's a growing person. That person's a Ben Aliyah. The person's a Ben Aliyah. A Bar Aliyah. A Bas Aliyah. What does that mean? The person's going up. What is going up? Going up where? But where our Nishamas are going up to heaven? What does it mean growing? What does it mean we're going? What does it mean we're, we're, we're growing up? Ben Aliyah. Says Bovavi, it means... That we're going up and becoming closer to Asha. That's what it means, grow. We're growing what? Growing closeness. A person's naturally lonely. Naturally, our neshamas, the, the thing that our neshamas is going to connect the most with is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And an aliyah is to feel closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The beginning of davening. Nimtza ha'adam b'mahalich shal nefrodes yachsis. And so when we start davening, a person has this sense of, of uh, separation. And then I start davening. And now I'm less separated. I'm a little closer. Closer to Bariel. And that's how we become closer and closer. We get to a stage of a person speaking to their friend. Let me give an example of what I, what I mean by this, says Bovavi. Let me give you an example. We've seen this example earlier in the Sefer. 
nothing wrong with seeing it again and understanding it better. Adam Aymir Bitsad Echad Shor You have one guy standing, we'll call him Ruvain, because Ruvain and Shimon are always the troublemakers. Ruvain standing on one side of the street. Via his friend Shimon, Bitsad Shani is on the other side. He says, Shimon, hold up, hold up, Shimon. Right? He's shouting for him. Ritsainai, his Ratsan at that time is to say, he wants to tell him something. There must be something that's loud to tell Shimon to wait to make sure he comes across the street to listen. You got to start screaming to, to make him aware that you're across the street and you need him. Otherwise, there's no way for him to know that you want to talk to him. Okay, then what happens? So Shimon hears me screaming. So he stops, he turns around, and he starts walking towards me. As this is happening, the the closer Shimon walks to Reuven, Reuven is able to start talking quietly. Right? He's able to, to... Still a hate. In a way, it's not. He's not totally quiet, but in this way, he knows that that uh, Shimon can uh, can still hear him. Until Shimon gets so close to Ruvin, when they're finally next to each other, they could even whisper. Each other, literally, as a person speaks to his friend. This is an external example, but here we go. What's in the in the premise? What is in the essence of what I mean by this? He says, I'm not, I'm not giving you a physical story. I want you to understand the essence of what happens by tefillah. The closer I am, the closer a person lives with Hashem. The inner screaming, the inner cry of your soul, Hayleches goes v'nechleches and start and comes down. It softens. The closer one is to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the, the the softer the neshama is. And, and your whole existence is just soft, soft. The, you see this. People are really close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Their their neshama is just soft. It's there. It's available. It's not, it's not loud. Until a person mamish reaches the condition of a very subtle and, and quiet voice. The, the closer you get, your whole essence becomes that. Which means like this. You can't start right away with Hishmael Nesri. I mean, you could. You could. But that's not, that's not going to give you a full tefillah. Why? Because in a general fashion, in general terms, like the Svar Makadoshim even a person who clings and remembers HaKadosh Baruch the entire day, when it comes to uh, davening, it's a new level. Right, the whole day we're working on Vekas, but when you get to Shmoni Esrei, there's mamish, there are bunch of like coming to us, and that is the most that that is the most uh, intimate time to 
be to be davuk to cling. It's true. We might ask a very good question, which is very nice. The ultimate is the closer I am to the bunch of the quiet. So I'll think like this. You know what? I've we've been learning Bolvavi for a while. I've been working on this. It's now thirty years down the road. I'm 119 years old. I've been doing this my whole life. I'm finally at a point where I feel like I got this. Maybe, you know what I should be able to think? Maybe not should think? Let me start every davening with my Nasri. Why do I need everything else? Why do I need the Brachas Shachar and Pesukit the Zimra? What do I got to build this all up? I'm already there. I've worked on myself. Tefillah brings Dvekas. I've taught myself Dvekas. There's, there's constant Dvekas. I'm constantly connected. Avos Saif Saif. Says Bovavi, Saif Saif, Melvad Hadibor Imar Banishalim, besides for speaking to Hakadish Baruchu and connecting, Baifin Klali in a more general form, who Misasik Gamba Devarim Achirim, Kigayan Lima Atayra Sharon Yonav, is incredible. He says, listen to this, this is so profound. When a person remembers Hashem throughout the day, you're remembering Hashem. While you do other things. So. Hashem made the world in a way where. You can't fully. Always be present. Because there's day to day things. That we bring Hashem into. But those day to day things are there. They are there. Which means I'm not only with Hashem. I'm with Hashem in that thing. And since there's other calculations that I need to keep in mind, my head is holding additional thoughts besides for my relationship. By definition, it is impossible that his attachment to Hashem to be absolute. It can't be. Each person depending on their level. So what happens? So now... We absolutely, we work on Dvekas the entire day. And we bring the Rabban Shalim into our work, I mean, into our lives, and into our speech, and into our eating, and into our breathing, and into everything. But, when a person comes to Davin in front of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, So, I'm here to detach myself from the world. Right? I'm, I'm here to detach myself. From other things that I'm involved in. And this detachment from everything else can't happen uh, instantaneously. It, it's slowly, right? Change, crazy change is not healthy. So I've, even if a person's had Hashem, rightfully so, in their everyday lives, from the time I woke up, and now I'm coming to Davin, but I need to start detaching from the things around me in this world. So that when I come to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, la'at la'at, slowly, slowly, as I go through the stages of davening, who margish yaiser v'yaiser karav elabis barach. By the time I get to Shemunesre, not only am I davuk to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, there's nothing else that's existing in my mind, in my life, in anything. I'm mamish. Just it's just dvekas, not dvekas with something else. Dvekas. Adam writes a likfais mi So if a person wants to just jump to a shmoyn without the earlier tefilos, be'etzem who chafets bekfitzas aderech. Basically asking for kfitzas aderech, right? You want to you, you want to uh, shorten the path. You want to you want to what's it called? Take a shortcut. Yeah, you want to take a shortcut. So 
Ukishem Shabagashmias, the same way we know in Gashmias, when it comes to physical things, there's no way to have Kvitsas Adarach. Shortcuts don't work. Zaychim Rak Yechidei Segula, unless your mom is like Yechidei Segula. Yeah. Avram Avinu with Eliezer going to find the Shidduch. Okay, otherwise, everybody else, it's taken us four to five hours to get to Chicago. It's not happening in five minutes. Gambiruchnius, Alena Ladas. She, we have to know that in this derech, in kvitzas aderech, there's no kvitzas aderech. There's really no, uh, there's no uh, shortcuts that uh, that could be had. Lachain and therefore, ba'ifin klali, in a general form, tzarich adam tamid litzayid bederech shaladarga. In general form, a person has to learn to work in stages. We have to learn to work to proceed gradually. First we start talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a little bit of distance. There's a, little, there's a sense of being distant because you can't jump in right away. And then as the conversation moves along, we start connecting more and more. And until you reach a Nekud Apnimis, an internal Nekud, until you reach an inner level of closeness to... To Hakadosh Baruch, I want to throw in something here, which is something that we should be doing. We haven't done it yet as a shul, but this is—it's an idea. It's—it's it's something I've—I've I've, uh, been thinking about, and we just haven't done it. Maybe we should just get this done. There's shuls that I've been to; they have a beautiful minug. The minug is that outside the main sanctuary, they have like a little little cubbies, very small cubbies, however many, and this it's like a nice thing hanging on the wall. Each cubby has chargers for all different phones, any phone you have. It's numbered. People come to shul. You leave, it's expected you leave your phone in the cubby to charge. When you walk into shul, there's no cell phones in shul. Now what we have in our shul is people are expected to turn it off. And I'm not even dealing with people being on their phones, nor am I dealing with people turning their phones off like I do. Yeah, you make sure it's either off or on vibrate. But Bobby's telling us this isn't good enough. He's telling us it's not good enough. Because if you could daven, I could daven. If there's anything there that's with me in my intimate conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's sitting in my wallet, that's sitting in my pocket, it's by definition, you're never going to reach the goal of a Nezrei. It's, it's not that you're doing something wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. You have a phone in your pocket. I have a phone in my pocket. But by definition, I'm connected to something else. There's somebody else who has access to me or I have access to somebody else. Besaych, within that tefillah, which means that this goal that Bovavi is talking about is really an impossible thing. If I have, if, if, if I have anything else existing, even possibly, even if the phone doesn't ring, but if it's there during Gishman Esrei, that itself is a chsar. That itself is a lack. And because that's mamish what dif- differentiates the avaida of tefillah from the avaida of the whole day. The avaida of the whole day is to recognize you with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The avaida of tefillah is to recognize you with HaKadosh Baruch Hu with nothing else there. Mamish nothing there. And that madriga of closeness, you simply can't have if you bring something there. Even if you're not on it. Even if you're not using it. So it's very... It, it's a very... Uh, pointed, it's very pointed Nakuda that many of us, myself included, don't really 
pick up on because we, we people just weren't, aren't aware of this reality. People aren't aware of the goal of Hashemayin Esrei, of, of where we're headed or what we're, what we're supposed to do. All right, let's go a little bit weiter. Let's go a little bit further. Here we go. Omnam says, Bavavi, listen. He says, he says uh, however, I'm sorry. He says, you know, this is the rule, and every rule has an exception. What does it mean has an exception? He says, beautifully. You know, there are some days where we start out feeling closer, feeling further from HaKadosh Baruch Hu than other days. And there are the days where we feel, we start out feeling closer. Some days we're like, we're, we're on, our game, our game is on with our closest to Hashem, and some days just not feeling it. And sometimes those days are like Yom Nairam, right? You could be like one of the days of Rosh or one of the Tfilis, you're just not in it, not in it. Some days you're in it, some days you're just not in it. Wherever we're starting out from, the goal is to move from step to step. Wherever I'm at, at that space, in that time, in that day, I'm starting from there. Wherever, wherever distance I am right now, and now I get deeper. Level by level. Step by step. I'm moving step by step with this. Until my level gets to a point where my, the inner point of my heart feels HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, feels HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, clearly. I want to I pause for a minute. And uh, and mention something. I want to mention something. There's a mistake that I used to make in Avodah Hashem until somebody taught this to me, and it has to do with where we're at in feeling close to Hashem. So I always knew about myself that there's days where you're on, and you're you feel like your ruchnius is on fire and it's working. Things are flowing, and then there's times where mamish, no matter how hard I try to push, it's gate It's not happening. It's not. It's hard. You come to daven, and you're you're getting into it. And you're trying to feel the rebbeinu shalom, and it doesn't get you the the to understand the vastness and the greatness of Hashem, and to mamish be one. It's sometimes it just it doesn't work. You're not going to get it the whole way. It, it doesn't go. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Mamish doesn't. And I used to make a mistake of thinking that the days that didn't work and I didn't, I knew I didn't walk away with a real, with a real dvekas, that, all right, my way to Hashem was lacking. I, did, I didn't get as far as I wanted to. That's what I always thought. Until someone taught me the following, it's Emes Lamitoy. He brought me various Mekiris and sources and it's, it's Pashat. But once you hear it, it's simple, it's simple. The words like this. There's days where we're not feeling our Avedis Hashem because not that our Avedis Hashem is off. HaKadosh Baruch Hu purposely creates situations where your Avedis Hashem is going to be off. It's going to be off. It's not going to be on because He wants me to serve Him from there. He wants me to serve Him from there. I'll give you a sports analogy. I'll give you a sports analogy. You have some sports players that are top-notch in specific areas. Very few players are the best in every category. So take 
um, take a, a basketball game, for example, you could have one player that is an incredible shooter. He could be weak on defense and be a weak rebounder, but he could be a good teammate, Good ball moves the ball well, helps make the other players better. But his shooting is like, that's, that's his godless. That's his greatness. What happens when this guy shows up to a game, and it happens to all of us, not in sports, but in life, where we show up and hit, you could be a great shooter. Your shot is not going in. It's not going. You're used to scoring 30 points a game, and I, I've taken 10 shots, nothing's falling. You see your shot is off. What happens then? So what happens then? The next step is what determines which players are good basketball shooters and which players are good basketball players. If your shot's not falling, the question now is, what else are you going to do to help the team? It's not, your shot's not going to happen tonight. You're not going to score as many points. So now what, you're done? You're done? Or are you, you now going to become a shutdown defender? Are you going to become somebody who makes sure that the other players on your team get the ball in the right spots so they can hit their shots? You're going to elevate everybody else around you or you're just going to crumble because your shot's not falling. The same thing holds true in Avaita Sashem. Some of us are very good at certain things in Avaita Sashem. And we know and we're on. Our game is on. It's happening. And then there's certain times and this time it could be a day. It, candidly, it could go on for a year and go on for a while. We're, we're working and we're working on being close to others, Baruch Hu, and for some reason, the Rabbani Shalom is making it that we don't, we're not getting a sense of Dvekas. It could be an hour, it could be a day, it could be a month, it could be a year. It could be, it, I don't even want to put a time frame on it. When Akadosh Baruch Hu is sending me, when I'm being sincere to, to build a relationship with him, and Akadosh Baruch Hu, for whatever reason, is creating impediments, he's looking to see, am I a shooter or am I a player? Am I here to be an Ebed Hashem because I'm, my A game is on? I brought, I brought my best game? Or am I going to be an Ebed Hashem? I'm going to do whatever I can do. I may not be feeling the, the closeness and everything, but I know this is the Ratzon Hashem. This is what Hashem is. So I'm going to show up in other ways. I'm going to be there. It's not that today I'm not being a good Ebed Hashem. It's just the opposite. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to serve Him from a place of distance for whatever reason. He's got His plan. But sometimes we're going to serve Hashem from a feeling of closeness. And sometimes we serve Hashem from a little distance. The Zippel is saying that each day, when he says, when I'm talking about closer and further, there's going to be days where we start closer and days where I start closer to Hashem. So my tefillah is expected to be closer. The goal of it is going to be much, much more meaningful. But you got to take it from Birchas HaShachar through Shemayin And then there's days where we're going to be farther, which means our Birchas HaShachar is starting so far away that my Shemayin may not be the same Shemayin that, that I've been having last week or that I had last month or that I felt in Rosh Hashanah. It may not be that, but that doesn't have to be the goal. The goal just has to be, and the goal should be, that at least I understand the movement of Dveikas, that wherever I am, I need to understand the progression that Kaddish Baruch is with me at all times, and then when I show up to tefillah, as I go through davening, I'm pushing aside the other stuff that's also there with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the daily stuff and the worries and all those things. And as I progress through a tefillah, I get ultimately to a Shemini where the goal is nothing else is there. Nothing, my, my day is not there, my existence, the things I'm worried about is not there. It's just, I'm whispering to Asha. It's just, it's just the two of us. 
what that's going to feel like or look like depends on where we're starting for, for that day. Okay. This is a loaded, loaded parak, a beautiful parak. We're going to hold it here. We're already uh, close to a, a half hour. I don't want to uh, overload everything. We'll hold it here for, uh, for this week. Uh, a lot more to do in this parak, and he's going to keep unpacking the various layers of tefillah and various uh, impediments and things to work on as we go through. But we'll hold it here uh, uh, for this week. But we'll pick up from here um, next week, uh, same time, hopefully from Yerushalayim. But uh, we'll pick up from uh, the paragraph of uh, Uba Amas.